Welcome listeners to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 14, Crashing and Burning. As I've mentioned, there are some quality issues with my microphone in this recording that I was unable to fix. So if you're joining us for the first time, you really should start with episode one. It holds up, I promise, and you're gonna enjoy this episode a lot more when you make it back to episode 14. No, I'm serious. Don't wait around and see where I'm going next with this. Go back to episode one and start there. Okay, now that they left, let's get right into it. This is episode 14, Crashing and Burning. The sound of metal and broken glass rings out across the Oasis impound lot. ISO flies off his motorbike at 40 miles an hour as it slams headfirst into a parked vehicle, critically injuring him for 15 points of damage and... Wait a minute, you have 45 hit points, ISO? Yeah! Oh, hmm. I don't think I calculated that damage correctly. Hold on. Ah, okay. Looks like according to the rules, you take 2d6 damage for every 10 meters of falling, but that doesn't account for initial speed. So, with a crunch, ISO flips over the front of the handlebars of his new motorbike as he's flung unceremoniously into the air. Time seems to slow to a crawl as he tumbles head over heels towards a row of abandoned nomad motorbikes. He feels his grapple arm snap as it slams into the roof of an old rusted sedan. Moments later, a high-powered tension spring rockets past his face, free from the confines of his cybernetic limb. Iso barely has enough time mid-flight to process the loss of his enhanced arm before he crashes clumsily into the row of rusty motorbikes, which in turn then collapse on top of him forming a tangled heap of handlebars, wheels, and one extremely unlucky media, who has instead taken 30 points of damage and broken both of his legs. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Reed, that's the funniest shit you've seen in a long time, but it actually <laughs> looks like he might be really hurt. <laughs> yeah, Reed just watches as he casually just zooms off into a fucking car Reed. and flies through the air, and it's like, oh. Fuck. Reed, get Mavis! <laughs> <laughs> Everything hurts! Oh my god, okay. Um, yeah, he's gonna fucking ring Mavis as he slowly rides his way over towards the bikes. Okay. Mavis, the party broke for basically like lunch and all the other stuff everyone wanted to do at about 11.30. Yep. It's now about 12.30. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing for the last hour? Mavis has been up to a reasonable amount of stuff. I check on the liver in the fridge, make sure it's not, you know, all bad. Um, I pop a message off to Nico to be like, hey bud, I know you're busy right now, but how's the hunt for buyers for this cyberware <laughs> and this wetware going? Get back to me when you can. Cheers, hun. All right. I also pop a message off to our good friend Jeremy. Okay. Um, asking if he's gotten anywhere with those contacts that he's supposed to be hooking me up with. All right. You send off those two messages, and after lunch, you do get a message from Nico, who apologizes for not getting back to you, and mentions that he did find a buyer for your enhanced liver for 150 eddies. Sweet. I say, yeah, that works, and uh, ask him to set it up. All right. He sets it up and says a courier will be by in uh, about 30 minutes to pick it up. Sweet. Um, I... No less than 10 <laughs> minutes after that, you get a phone call from Reed. <laughs> 
your novelty ringtone goes off, and <laughs> you pick it up, and Reed's on the other end. Reed, what do you say? Guess who had a fucking accident? Uh, did you? You had an accident? No. Bloody media. That's supposed to be sticking out. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> Doesn't he have insurance? Shouldn't he have a med tech squad on the way? Hang on one sec. <laughs> Mate, do you have insurance? Back in Night City. Oh, back in Night City, apparently. Right, right, okay. I mean, we've not really sorted out insurance yet. Okay, so where are you? I, I guess I'll head over there. Um, yeah, we're at the uh, impound lot. Guy can't fucking ride a bike to save his life, Jesus. Right, okay. I'm gonna need you to do me a favor. What do you need? Uh, I'll head over there, but you're gonna have to come back here. I've got a courier picking up a very important package. Yes, fine by me. Alright, we'll, we'll swap. Um, <laughs> when the courier comes, give him what's in the fridge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> just give him what's in the fridge. Reed just like sees him sprawled over the motorbikes, just sort of pats him on the shoulder and goes, Don't worry, Mavis is on her way. Is this how you get tetanus? Yes. Oh. Yeah, um, Mavis needs me to give somebody a package. I don't know. We're trading spots. Okay, but can you tell staff <laughs> to let Mavis in? I mean, I could. <laughs> so, since this is a city-owned impound lot, it's actually fully automated. Oh, great. Uh. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, how heavy is ISO, and can Reed pick him up? Well, ISO has Borgware in him, which adds an extra 50 or so pounds. So I'm going to say probably 200, 250. Yeah. It's also probably not a good idea to pick him up if he's just been in a road traffic accident. Let Reed do, let Reed do whatever Reed's just about to do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm not there to give medical advice here. I mean, I've got seven body. Reed, Reed is pretty strong. Like, I'm sure he would at least take ISO off the bikes. It's not going to, like, firemen's carry him around, but... I'm sure Reed is familiar with the uh, road uh, side accidents anyway. Yeah. Yeah, don't worry. It's, uh... Give me a, a body check. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. So, yeah, you are pretty strong, but he's jammed in there pretty heavily. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you could attempt to try and remove him and pull him out, but there is definitely a risk of he might be impaled on something or there's a risk of, of damaging him is what I'm saying. Do you want me to move you? Or do you want to stay there? Neither? Well, you've got to choose one. I mean, I don't think anything is sticking in me. I just think something's sticking out of me. <laughs> Alright, okay, I've got a plan. Um, he takes um, Iso's sidearm and places it in his hand and goes, If anybody other than Mavis shows up, just shoot him. And walks off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you walk off, hop on your motorbike and drive away into a cloud of dust. This has been one hell of a detour. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, no. because you just got left in this place, we are going to roll a random encounter for you, Iso. <laughs> Yay! You're lying bleeding on the ground. Of course someone's going to come and fuck you up. Not all of us have the ability to make money from hucking water filters around. Some of us got to make our eddies the old-fashioned way. Iso, you're, you're laying there, like, amongst the wreckage with a gun in your hand and just sort of, like, propped up, like, looking to see if anyone's coming in. Like a cigarette in one fucking, like, hanging out the lip, yeah. like... <laughs> 
<laughs> and you hear from around the corner the gate open up. Like somebody is coming in. But it's only been about five to eight minutes. Do I get a stealth roll? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> the the wreck is very plainly obvious. Yeah. And three people walk around the corner. Oh. Oh gosh. One of them is relatively larger, and then the other two are kind of scrawny. Hi. You sort of weakly say that out, and um, one of them goes, Oh, man, look over there, Susie. Oh. Accident or something? Hello? Sir, are you okay? Mildly. <laughs> okay. And one of, the, one of the person next to him says, I don't know, man. I feel like this might be a trap. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, I'll check. Is this a trap? <laughs> no, but I am kind of trapped. But help is on its way. You hear them sort of like chattering amongst themselves, and then they slowly start walking towards you. And you see that they've got their hands on their guns, but they're not drawn. Uh -huh. And one of them puts his hand out and goes, whoa, 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 we're just gonna check, make sure you're all right. Okay. Are you uh, bleeding or leaking fluid anywhere? Yes, to all of the above, <laughs> I think. They come up and um, sort of look you up and down, and one of them goes, I don't know, you look like you got quite an accident. Here, come on, Quasi, help me out. We're going to grab this guy and just lift him up a little bit and see if we can get him off these bikes. Yay, friendly. <laughs> Thank you, I think. Between the three of them, they grab you and they, they sort of like lift you up and sure enough there was actually a, a handlebar jammed right in where your liver would normally be oh. and lifted up and moved over and then put on the ground kind of next to the flaming wreckage of your bike oh. Um, <laughs> oh no it was a good bike as well as they move you out it sort of catches on fire and they're like oh we should move you a bit further Aww. and they move you like a further distance away oh, oh, oh. can you douse that Please. They set you down on the ground, and rather than dousing the fire, they begin rummaging through your pockets. Oh no. Do you need to do that? What is your inventory? Like, I've got memory chips up the wazoo, an inflatable bed and sleeping bag, uh, my phone, an air hypo, duct tape. Uh, I'm pretty sure my laptop's at my apartment. That would make sense. Uh, I do have my audio recorder, and that's kind of, yeah, and my gun. A knife. Alright. One of them wrestles the gun away from you. Hey! They grab through your pockets and go, Hey, we're just helping you out. This is a little bit of a finder's fee. Wow, you have a lot of data chips. Alright, take one <laughs> those. And they, they take all of your data chips and shove them into their pocket. Hey, yeah, I need those. I'm a media. I, I need that for work. Yeah, well, if you're a media, I'm sure you can buy some more. I mean, they're not that expensive. They take the air hypo as well. Say, so, yeah, we might be able to get this on the market. Now, um, before we uh, before we bring you to the hospital, we got to make sure that you, well, that you can cover the fees. Um, how about you go ahead and transfer your bank balance over to us? Yeah, no, the, the, the trauma team's on its way. It should be like five minutes now. You look like you probably aren't going to last that long. Four minutes now. <laughs> they sort of look to each other, and then the larger one cracks his knuckles and says, maybe you didn't hear me. I said... I don't think you're gonna last that long. Three minutes now? <laughs> so how about you transfer over your entire balance? Oh, you're gonna be so disappointed about that number. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, 
sigh and sort of bring up your thing and tap the number and you show it to them and they look at it and go Jesus fuck this alright let's just grab your car and get out of here and they drop you where you're laying ah fuck (laughs) you're not even worth it they don't even bother to take your 150 eddies (laughs) told you they get up Uh... and they walk away from you and a little bit later you hear a vehicle start up and uh, it drives past you and then goes out the gate and Mavis actually uses the opportunity of the gate opening and closing to step in and as soon as you do the automated gun turret sitting on top of the station point towards you and go warning you have no authorization to be here please leave i throw my hands up and just go i'm a medic there's a there's an accident over there processing injured person detected medic please approach injured person and treat immediately that's the plan thank you this system sucks (laughs) i run over to ice and go what the hell? Reed said you got in a little accident. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I can see your bones. <laughs> I don't know how much medical training you've had, Asso, but I can tell you that you're not supposed to be able to see the bones. That's why we called you instead of using a band-aid. Yeah, I'm gonna immediately uh, attempt to tend to Iso and stabilize him. Oh fuck, okay. that hurts. Oh no, it hurts. Make it hurt less, please. Uh, And I guess a paramedic roll. Yes. There's a 23, baby. Oh, yeah. Sick that bone back in me. All right. You (laughs) pop open your bag, pull out a couple of auto-inflating splints, and just begin dressing all of his wounds in the field and fixing him up, like, as best you can. And Iso, this hurts like a motherfucker. Ah, that fucking hurts! (laughs) Yeah, okay, definitely, definitely we put some painkillers in that boy. (laughs) As soon as Iso begins screaming, you inject him, as you mentioned, (laughs) and Iso, you start feeling a lot better. You're just immediately, like, relaxed and calm. Uh. (laughs) And just sort of laying propped up against the bike where you're at while Mavis continues to treat your wounds. And then you start hearing kind of like a ringing in your ears. And then, oh no, it turns out it's actually your phone. It's your phone that's ringing. Oh. <laughs> hey, that still works. Mavis, can, can you answer my phone? <laughs> I like um, to look up from you with a bone in my hand, go, I'm a little busy, awesome. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that, that's supposed to go out? No, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Jim Gold is trying to get your attention. <laughs> oh shit. Yours. <laughs> Well, I answer the phone. Hey, June. What's up? Hey there, honey. You didn't respond to my message, so I figured I'd just reach out to you. Is everything... Uh, are you okay? Where are you? Outside. Oh, <laughs> recording outside. I like it. That gives you the good, nice, uh, the real sunlight. Yeah, that's super cool. What are you working on? Trying to get my bones back in my body. At this point, I sink like your tibia back into your leg or something. So how many painkillers did you give me? Not enough. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Mavis, why? June kind of narrows her eyes a bit and leans in and goes, I so, are, are you getting a blowjob right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I was on a yaiba. But it's more like goodbye, which is, I think, Japanese for dangerous. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, 
let me, I'll just call you later. Sorry, I didn't realize that you were in the middle of something, but you should call me back. Um, I, I, I've got something for you. It's this really, really hot piece of news that the Oasis needs to see. I think you're going to really love it, and I think it's the perfect thing to boost your videos from one to two, the most vital number in the Oasis vid uh, game. You know? You know what I'm talking about? I think so. All right, well... You and uh, your uh, input, Mavis, there, you, you have fun, and give me a call back when everything's done. No, no it was actual bone, not, not boning. <laughs> Bye, June. She's already hung up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the camera, like, auto-sets itself back uh, in your shoulder. And you look down at Mavis, she's glaring at you. <laughs> I hand you your belt and say, Bite down on that while I tie this nice and tight for you, huh? But I'm not hungry. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like to play you a little rough. Just fix me, please. <laughs> oh, I'll fix you, all right. <laughs> Mavis, you, you complete this surgery the more, most aggressively you've ever completed a surgery before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and soon, Iso, you are able to walk again. You're going to need to visit a Ripper Doc to get your grapple hand fixed. Mm -hmm. But for now, you can walk and still film and record things as usual. Though, it's pretty clear that you got kind of fucked up. Yeah. Part of your faceplate is, like, super cracked in places it shouldn't be. You can see some wires underneath it. Um, mm -hmm. And you've got bits of fluid leaking. You should visit a Ripper Doc soon, is, is kind of what I'm saying. Uh, so if, if you grab the, if you can see the parts that came out of that hand there, I'm sure between me and Sador back at home, we can uh, fix you up. I'm a dab hand with tech as well. I, I, I know I might not look it, but if I can fix your bones, I can fix your metal hand. Yeah, I think the spring is halfway to Night City, so that's going to be a tough one. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> can, can, can you fix the bike though? And I pointed at the burning wreck. <laughs> that... That's a little beyond my skill set there, uh, so I think that might be dead. Gone to the great scrap heap in the sky. Aww. It's okay, buddy, it's okay. I'm sure uh, Reed can find you another one, although I, I would suggest maybe just riding on the back from now on. But that one was free. <laughs> So at this point, you've pulled Iso up and you, you sort of like have him on your shoulder like halfway <laughs> as he's beginning to re like relearn how to walk again and <laughs> after you've repaired his joints and ligaments and stuff like that. Um, and you begin walking towards the outer area of this impound lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you get to the outer area of the impound lot, the guns which had been pointing on, at you the entire time, the automated turrets, the speakers next to them blare up and say, Patient appears to be in good working order. Good job, medic. 50 credits have been deposited to your account. Thank you for coming by. Sweet. Th thank you, robot guns. That's cheap. <laughs> Can I report a crime while we're here? <laughs> guns? <laughs> guns. Hey, also, maybe, maybe we'll save that for later. I, I feel like <laughs> your dangerous driving might be a little bit... Uh, rough if you were to report a crime right now. Let's just get far away first. But but someone roughed me up. The two of you begin walking back towards your apartment complex. Uh, I'm gonna call a car, I think. <laughs> You're gonna call a car? Okay. Like, Iso just had his legs fucked up and rest of him fucked up. <laughs> I wanted to learn how to drive a motorcycle, but now I'm learning to walk. <laughs> All right, you call a car and it parks out front. You you get ISO in and sure enough, it's another automated car. Hello, 
Mavis, and welcome to Luber, your automated transport solution for frictionless movement throughout the Oasis. Would you like to try our discounted advertisement package or opt for our premium first-class service? Oh, I'll, I'll take the advertisement package. I'm already not getting paid for this fixed job, so... You got 50 credits! Yeah, 50 whole credits! Oh boy! <laughs> that is not not getting paid! That just covers your friend thinking I'm a prostitute! <laughs> That's one third of all of the money I have! <laughs> it turns out the cost of this car is about 10 credits per block. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's gonna take about 50 credits to get back to the <laughs> to your apartment yeah. building. And uh, let's say the advertisement section's half off. So it only takes 25 credits. Oh, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Bargain! And the advertisement it chooses to play in the Luber. <laughs> <laughs> the way to your apartment. It's a disgusting AR hookup app. Oh boy. Enjoy. Stand by for an important message from our sponsor. Are you a cybernetically enhanced human looking for a new input to interface with your output? Well, look no further than Meet Your Meads, the hot new hookup app purpose-built for the edge runner on the go. Customize your interest filters with our advanced selection, including height, weight, race, hairstyle, fur, horns, and genital preference. preference. For just 50 eddies a month, you can be instantly notified when you enter an area with a high rate of people that fit your filters. Fitting your filters. Meet your meet right now with your preferred personal communication device and sign up today to be automatically entered into our beta program and unlock our new AR hookup overlay, letting you check out a digital reconstruction of your partner's naked body before you sleep with them. Pre-coitus previews. Only at Meet Your Meet. Available now. God, I didn't want this. <laughs> Holy shit. That's basically the cost of the the ride. It's half the cost. Reed, you were given a temporary authorization to get into Mavis's house because you guys aren't scrubs and you know how this sort of thing works. Yeah. So you were given access to Mavis's house for the next couple of hours. You open it up and you're just... The, the smell is starting to become a bit of a problem. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. She needs to tidy up in here. The weird little rat that Mavis keeps around is sitting on the table and, and gnawing on what looks like maybe part of a body part? You're not quite sure. I was just wondering where Meta was. He just slumps down on the chair and like extends a little finger towards this rat and just goes, Alright little fella, you doing okay? Chewing on a... Oh, is that a finger? Nice. <laughs> They're always best to chew on, right? The rat drops its finger, comes up and sniffs your finger, and then hops up onto your finger, crawls up your arm, and like looks right up next to your face, like he's sniffing you for a second. And then crawls back down and goes back to his finger and begins chewing on it. What the shit? <laughs> Are you a fucking robot? <laughs> fucking robot mice here. Rats aren't real. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> yeah, Reed is now convinced that this thing is like a robot. It just like walked up, stared him dead in the eye, and just walked back down. <laughs> Reed's just response is just, it's our fucking friend. So you're, you're sitting there for the little five minutes or so, and you realize at this point, it's the perfect time to get that message from Roman. Oh yeah, let's uh, read that message, I guess. How's she doing? It's a super simple text message, which is common amongst the nomads. They will send like text messages to each other instead of video messages. The message from Roman says, 
Hey there, Reed. Payment came through today. Fucking awesome. This is going to go a long way. We got paid. Let's fucking celebrate. You name the time and the place, and uh, I'll be there. Oh, shit. Reed probably just goes, um, sure thing. I can uh, meet you tonight. How about the same place as last time? All right. You send off the and message. Also, he mentions, yeah, I've got a couple of things we might want to discuss as well. Cool. Well, you send off that message, and very shortly after, you hear a knock on the door. You open it up, and it's a courier from Zippy Quick Delivery Service. All right, mate. Um, do you have a cold bag or anything? And he says, yes, sir, we do. Excellent. So, yeah, he just walks to the fridge, looks inside, realizes it's a fucking liver, and just, like, picks it up in his bare hands and just carries it over, like, extended in front of him and just drops it into the skull bag. All right. You grab the liver with your bare hands out of the fridge and, and start bringing it back, and you notice that the Zippy Quick courier has been putting on gloves and is, like, sanitizing the hands and then sees you walk over with an outstretched liver and then just sort of, like, stops and just grabs it and puts it in the bag, zips it up, presses the button, and goes, Zhook! and it, like, shrink wraps it and then puts it in a smaller bag and says, All right, well, thank you, sir, for using Zippy Quick Delivery Services. Have a wonderful day. He just closes the door on him, walks towards the sink, washes his fucking hands because, holy shit, that was gross. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 14, Crashing and Burning. This week, we hit 1,000 listens. We met some new fans on our Discord. The invite link is at the top of our page at talesfromtheoasis.com. And we wrapped recording on a special short stories episode that we're going to release in a couple of weeks. It's been a busy month. We really appreciate that you, our listeners, continue to show up week after week and spend a bit of your time to listen to these tales. These tales from the Oasis.